What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 163 and today we'll talk about yet another very weird day and uh, you know it started off of course very positively but then uh, the closing is a different thing altogether uh, so we'll talk about that and we'll possibly uh, talk about a little bit more more but not a lot because we've been seeing similar moves since a long time and yesterday itself had said that there's really not a lot to talk about as a result uh, i i'll keep these episodes a little bit shorter and yesterday's of course wasn't that short but this one will be so anyway uh make sure you're listening to this episode as per your you are comfortable at and let's get started so it's 5:37 p.m. right now and uh, it looks like the FIDI data has not yet been updated because this is the data i think uh which was valid for yesterday it's it's showing me 741 uh crore of fi buying and 422 crore of di buying so i'm not quite sure um but it is indicating an ad ratio of 1.93 1200 gainers 630 losers but i'm again i'm not quite sure i think this is yesterday's data not today's uh so take that with a grain of salt now in terms of uh, you know the indices they closed relatively flat ish except for small cap and uh, and mid caps which were still relatively positive but large caps were pretty much all in the red or just flat in general not really uh, too positive or too negative and the sectoral indices show us a similar picture very mixed pharma uh, once again going uh, doing pretty good and the others are you know neither here nor there auto is up slightly 1.86% but then nothing too um too strong and especially not as strong as pharma bank nifty is just 0.61% down so not a lot and neither is metals just 0.74% down so overall we can see that it's it's very it's very flat ish and uh, typically you know these 0.5 to 1% movements are not considered too flat but then given how much the market has moved today and given given the given how much the market is moving these days i feel it's it's an okay it's a fair uh, it's a fair movement the fixed income indices are showing us a similar picture uh, very flat ish and uh, whether they were also you know uh, positive or negative during the day and then they sort of converged or cl- came closed uh, near the previous close or not that is something i'm not sure because i'm not seeing the price uh, i'm not seeing the price chart i'm just seeing the price so uh, that's something to keep in mind as far as the most active equities are concerned by value we are looking at reliance once again on this list followed by axis bank so i'm not quite uh, quite sure if this this does mean that uh, we'll see reliance and axis bank doing relatively good tomorrow but then these were the most traded ones and axis bank is a new entrant here because typically we don't see axis bank being second on this list it's it's sure it's it's you know uh widely traded it's 
uh, it's not it's quite liquid but then this is it is not that common to see it on uh, you know the most uh, created list in terms of value so that's one thing to consider and there were a few circuits today as well not as much not nearly as much as what we saw yesterday but you know still still um, a few were there you know a few stocks a handful of them 52 week highs a few of them uh, once again a lot of pharma and fmcg companies we are seeing torrent pharma hul nestle uh, dr ready cadilla biocon just a host of pharma companies abbott is here once again and i think yeah, ruchi soya is here also along with an etf uh, gold etf so that is something uh, which is there not a lot of gain, not a lot of uh, highs and lows today just 19 highs and 48 lows so that's even lower than what we saw yesterday that's possibly a sign that um, you know the, the highs are obviously increasing and that's partially because of these pharma companies uh, but if even if we do not count that then it it, it just seems that in general the prices of these underlying stocks and the prices of the general stocks that we see not just nifty stocks and such they are going up in general because uh, normally we've seen 100 200 400 uh, you know lows new 52 week lows being created and that number has just gone down i think uh, since the past 3 days it's consistently going down almost halving every uh, every day or so so that is a very positive indication if you ask me it basically shows that these underlying stocks are not that negative which is once again as i said a good sign now uh coming to fx i'm i'm just trying to get the chart sorted out i don't know why i think i think it forgot that i that i used this so that's why it's not here but anyway looks like fx is usd inr is at its all-time high or uh, you know rupee is at its all-time low the most depreciated it's ever been uh, by the looks of it and it looks like it it once again surpassed the entire gap that was created and in the process it's created a gap which is twice as big at least twice as big so it opened above 76 despite despite closing below 76 and now it's closed at 76.35 making a new high so uh, that is something to consider this is of course very good news for it companies and such but it's not the best news uh, for you know banks and such so that's something to keep in mind once again i'm not quite sure if this is partially or you know even this is even at all related to uh, the possible import and export which will happen due to coronavirus you know the the pharma side of things where we'll be exporting paracetamol and hydroxychloroquine and in return, we'll possibly be importing vaccines, which is, you know, the talk of the hour right now that there's a chance India might get access to uh, the vaccine once it's made on priority. So that is what the chatter is going on. And maybe that is what is being anticipated that, you know, if we do get uh, access to the vaccine earlier, then that would obviously mean that, uh, you know, our imports would increase or maybe that's why we are seeing this happening. Uh, but once again, I'm not quite sure because FX is really not my thing, especially the fundamentals of FX and such. Uh, the next thing that we are seeing here is the is the crude prices or the crude prices. So WTI is at 24.3, it's up 2.84%, and Brent is at 
32.11 up 0.75%. So not a lot happening here. And uh, it's, it's relatively at the same price where it was uh, back when uh, President Trump had spoken about his talks with Saudi Arabia and such. So after that mini rally that we saw, uh, the prices have been relatively stable-ish um, and I, I do feel that this will eventually change. I mean, uh, we have seen that happening. Mars US, this is showing me some uh, price of a future. Mars US, 20.63 uh, down 17%. I'm not quite sure if this is some type of crude or not, but then that is down quite a bit. So that's something to consider as well. And uh, you know, it's possible if you are tracking crude, then you might possibly know better what that is. Uh, but I just thought I'd include the price here, and that's about it for the market snapshot. Let's move on to the indices now. All right, so I'll try to keep this one short. I'll combine it with my trades section. But for now, what we need to know is that Nifty is at 8,748.75. It is 43 points below its previous close and, um, you know, during the intraday, if we look at the movements, we can see that Nifty was initially in the gap down, then it shot up very, very sharply, well past the 9000 mark, and then it took resistance almost exactly where uh, its R2 is, and then it sort of fell down. Now, on the face of it, one might dismiss it for... Uh, you know, being just the R2 resistance combined with 9K resistance combined with 9.1K resistance. But I found a tweet, um, or rather someone had tweeted, I didn't find it, it was on my timeline, that uh, I think it was by Zafar Sheikh. I follow him on Twitter and I, I don't remember his uh, username, but then you could just search uh, on Twitter for him. And he had said that these past few days, the Indian markets have been sort of mimicking the US markets and if that is to be continued then uh, then you know we might see the markets closing flat and at this time the markets were already uh, right around that 9050 or so level so it was obviously a very long shot for the markets to close nearly 300 points down from where they were currently trading uh, but then still he had tweeted that so I thought that okay, that's a very interesting observation that he's made. So um, I was I was out of the markets that by that time. So I was just passively observing, and then by the time the markets actually closed, we could see that they were fighting right around the previous close mark. So I was I was pretty shocked uh, by that because it's it's obviously not every day that you see a 300 point fall so sharply. But then it did check out, you know, that U.S. market relation once once I saw that tweet, it did make sense. So that is possibly one of the things that we could look at, uh, you know, while we are analyzing the markets, because tomorrow morning, obviously, the U.S. markets would have closed, if I remember correctly, uh, by the time ours open. And during that time, we could check what the status is. We could observe the intraday charts of the U.S. markets, perhaps, and just understand what sort of movements happened and perhaps you know if that is if if this sort of trend or correlation continues then it may give us a better idea of how tomorrow might go obviously it's a it's a weekly expiry tomorrow and the last trading day of the week so it's an important one it might give us uh, a little bit more additional context 
So that's something that I'm going to do. And the US markets, if you're wondering what instrument he was using, what index he was using, it was SPX. So you could check that out as well. Now, as far as, uh, you know, Nifty's chart is concerned. Now, from, uh, from 3rd April, we had spoken about a 61.8% Fib retracement support, which was there. And then, of course, it had taken that support. So as of now, it is resting right at the 23.6 level for the very same retracement. And I'll try to post this on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. My Twitter is at markets with KR. Instagram is at Indian markets with KR. You could check that out. But as of now, it appears that if it's able to hold on to this 8678 level, possibly, you know, 8650 to 8700 uh, could be the range. So if it's able to hold on to that tomorrow, then there is a chance that we could see another, uh, you know, another uh, 9K retest of sorts if it's able to clear 8750. Otherwise, you might see some range bound movements. But I think there is a chance if that level is respected for yet another 9K retest. If that does not happen, uh, then, of course, uh, there's a chance for it to come back down to sub 8500 levels. So that's my take on that. And I think April 11th is the date when, um, you know, the government is going to announce whether they are going to do a lockdown extension and by how many days it will be extended. Because as of now, uh, most of the authorities, you know, state authorities have said in favor of a lockdown extension, which is the logical choice if you ask me. But then uh, that's not really my uh, topic for this very episode. But then given that, there's obviously a chance it will have some impact on the market. So I wonder if the markets will try to price that in tomorrow or if, you know, they'll just go by the assumption that uh, we'll get to the bridge when we'll cross the bridge when we get to it. So it, it depends if they want to price that lockdown announcement in tomorrow uh, because 11th April is a Saturday. So by that logic, you know, it has to price it in uh, within these days. And if that if that does happen, then of course we might see a possible negative move tomorrow. But if that doesn't, then uh, I already told you that 8650, 8700 is my approximate support range, and 8750 uh, to 8800 is my resistance range. So between those two uh, levels, it's possibly going to be range bound. If it breaks out, then we're looking at a 9K uh, retest on the upper side and an 8500 retest on the lower side. So that's something that I would be looking at uh, very, very keenly. Now, on the bank nifty side, we are seeing something very similar. In fact, it is resting on extremely similar Fib retracement levels. And I will try to post this as well uh, because, you know, it's the levels are literally very similar. It's just the numbers which are going to be different which is why it just makes sense if you can check the retracement yourself and figure out what's going to happen because I already spoke about Nifty. So I, I'll, I'll, I won't bore you with Bank Nifty as well. On the intraday front, it is once again very similar. Uh, now, since my trade today was related to Bank Nifty, I'll speak about it. Now, the very first candle was a negative one, took 200 MA support. And I think it's 50 MA, not 200 MA. No, it's 200 MA for sure. So it took 200 MA support and then it just bounced up, created a new uh, high for the day, of course. 
and it it went it came very close to the swing high but then it took uh, it took resistance from a previous cip from there it fell down very sharply once again this was right around the r2 level very similar to what we saw with uh, uh, with nifty as well it was above the high for the day was 20324 so well above 20000 but the uh, but the price level was right around r2 which is very similar to what we saw with nifty and from there it fell down very sharp moves once again very uh, very fierce battle i would say right around the previous close mark and this was valid for nifty nifty future and i'm not sure about bank nifty future but definitely um, valid for the three instruments nifty nifty future and bank nifty and uh, that once that previous close was breached as well we saw it taking support at the pivot point not trying a new low which is a very interesting thing you know an, a possibly a new low would have been a very bearish sign but then that hasn't happened quite yet so there is some amount of positivity to it but then just 116 points below close is really not too negative 0.61% down now my trade for the day I was hoping, I was expecting it to breach the 200 MA on open because it was a gap down open and because it had already made a very, uh, you know, oddly positive day yesterday. So I'd, I'd taken into a put, I'd gone into a put and uh, that of course failed very uh, badly. But then if I had a bit more patience, then it would not have been as bad. So my lesson for the day is going to be just patience because today, of course, the emotions, my emotions got the better of me. And as a result, I was not able to repair my trades either. So a very, um, you know, a very emotional day for me in the sense that they really restricted me from uh, trading and restricted me from recovering my trades. So that's possibly the biggest lesson for me today. And of course, I have uh, made most of the corrective uh, measures that I need to take. I have sort of noted them down and then I am going to think about all of those and hopefully I'll, I'll uh, trade less emotionally tomorrow onwards or at least I'll try to bring in the positive side of the emotions, not just the negative aspects of emotional trading. So that that was that those were the indices. That was my trade and that was the lesson for the day with that. That's it for this episode. Happy uh, Thursday expiry tomorrow and it's of course a very choppy week we have seen so far. So going by that, it might either just be a very lazy expiry or it might be even choppier. So keep that in mind and happy trading tomorrow. Music.